Welcome to Chilling in a Bentley. The number one young people podcast. Please listen carefully. With a poetic, inspirational, and lifestyle plethora of insights. Chilling in a Bentley. Bentley vibe. Welcome, good people, to Chilling in a Bentley podcast with Davis. And today I'm chilling with the baddest female DJ I've ever seen. She's a journalist at MCI Radio. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a journalist, I repeat. She's a DJ. She's a radio host, a communications um, major of Kwanzaa Media. And they're working on a project called Nalo. And uh, we want to get to understand and chit chat with uh, Tracy. Tracy is going to tell us more about who she is, and we are going to understand who she is actually. And here we are discussing a very interesting topic challenging the status quo. Maybe someone out there is wondering what is the status quo. And these are the things that Tracy is going to help us understand because she's a journalist, she's a people who studied a lot of English. So, Tracy, what's up? How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Super excited to be chilling in a Bentley. I mean, who am I? <laughs> okay, man, those guys out there, they should know how a Bentley feels like. The perfume in a Bentley, the SC. Tell them, tell them. It's all leather seats, that's what I'm telling you. It's leather seats, the SC is kicking. I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> so, we, as we get into understanding uh, the challenge, of the status quo. I want you to first uh, help us understand what is a status quo. A status quo, huh? Now, in my opinion, the status quo is how things should be. Ideally, the situation, uh, what it should be, um, what society or what it has programmed uh, a scenario to be. Uh, so it could be a profession, it could be life in general, but like what it's supposed to be. Literally, the state uh, of affairs as should be. Okay. So we want to also get into understanding who is Tracy. Huh. Could you uh, take on some time and tell us, take us through your icebreaker speech. <laughs> who is Tracy? Let me tell you one thing about journalists. We love putting people on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like to be put on the spot. Yeah, I've noticed. Uh, I've noticed. But uh, Tracy is a simple person. Honestly, uh, I um, um, I think at the end of it, uh, the most important thing I love to say is I'm a mother. Uh, this means the world to me. <laughs> uh, but outside of, outside of that, you know, I'm a journalist. Um, I also currently am the communications manager at Kwanzaa Media Foundation. I'm a radio host of the Evening Marshall and that's on MCI Radio. Um, I'm an MC. I also am a DJ. <laughs> yes, uh, so many hats I take, uh, but I really love what I do, and that's key for me. So now that we've understood you, a DJ, your mother, mother, do you do you hit the gym? Uh, no, I don't do gym. Because if someone saw you from across, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you being a mother would be the last thing they would expect you to be. Oh my goodness. So I am a mother, honestly, and I'm a mother of four. Uh, so gym is not for me, but the dance floor is definitely my gym. <laughs> I, wish, I wish the audience could see my facial expression <laughs> when you said you are a mother of four. Oh yeah, my God. I'm a mother of four. I uh, definitely hit the gym, but that's on the dance floor. I'm not really a gym person. <laughs> yeah. So Tracy... Uh, we want to understand the 
deeper into your education. Mm-hmm. Where did you go mm-hmm. to primary school? Where did you go to secondary school? What were the what were the most exciting events and moments in high school, uh, university? Why? Because man, so. some of your your OBs and OGs maybe out there listening and they want to know, man, you guys, we have a female DJ out there. Oh yeah. Uh, so as a very interesting child, um, I'll leave it at interesting. <laughs> uh, very vocal uh, too. But I went to school. Uh, I think what matters is where I finished from, honestly. So um, I went to a school, uh, primary seven. I went to Imanmori School, and that is in Makindia. Uh, I did my P7 from there. Then I went on to do senior one to senior four. I went to Chevambe Girls School and that is in Fort Porto. Uh, while there, I was uh, the speaker, uh, probably the first speaker that came from like O-level because speakership was always for A-level. Uh, but that spoke to the person I was. I always couldn't keep quiet. I was very opinionated, uh, but always wanted to sta- like stand and, you know, give like a view or something so i definitely didn't want any other position other than the one that would let me speak um then we went when i joined from five uh i changed school to waranyanji girls school and that is in bushenyi uh where i was then the information captain so again another position that i intentionally chose uh, because of the platform, literally, and I mean this figuratively, like there was a platform because I would read news and I would definitely end up speaking. So I was very particular about that. Now, I originally wanted to do like law because everyone was like, hi, sh- the way you, you know, voice your opinions, you should definitely be a lawyer. I just scrapped that because at the end, then I was like, am I doing the right thing? But then I joined Umkat School of Journalism and my life has never been better <laughs> so speak uh, and I did journalism and mass communication and no surprise I, I am where I am you see when you mentioned all the schools you, you went to yeah. I feel like I should advise MCI <laughs> to push you to BBC <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay surprisingly uh, the coincidence is uh, that my sister my young sister that follows me okay went to Ranyanji girl. Yay! And the, the one that I follow <laughs> yeah. went to Chivambe girl. Yeah, the stars. So, so I'm here chilling with an OG uh, by association. I'm telling you, this, this is the thing. I went to girls' schools. I had really had fun. I think they did shape me into the person I am today. Um, and no shocker, one was the stars, uh, dubbed the stars, the other one was the egrets. Very graceful, but very, very little as well. Uh, actually, my class representative. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. It's a very nyanji girl. So, so just know I'm here cheating with hey. the classmate. Uh, I don't understand it. At this point, you should uh, just enroll. <laughs> at, some, at some point, I did a podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was in the second lockdown. I did a podcast about what single sex school did and did not teach you. Mm. And it's at this point where I would love to understand your opinion. What do you think single sex school did and did not teach you? Uh, single sex schools uh, what it taught me uh, it taught me one thing think like both think like a girl and think like a boy so there was always that thing of like okay so there is this school play and we need a guy but there is no guy 
So you ended up, you know, swapping roles. We have this uh, dance. Uh, we never really chose only, you know, to do, for example, if you did MDD, we just didn't choose to uh, dance, you know, songs that were particular for girls. We ended up having girls play out as boys, boys. When it came to debate, um, I had to always think of, how oh, we are going to a boys' school. I wonder what their approach or their thought process would be on this matter. So I ended up... Um, making sure my brains uh, think both as a boy and as a girl. Uh, that is what it taught me. What it didn't teach me uh, was how to be a little bit more <laughs> tolerant, I think, with the boy. With that other gender, that other that gender. Right. Jesus. <laughs> sometimes the word is, sometimes I wonder. <laughs> hey, because you yes. know that gender betrayed Jesus yeah. recently, mm. like a week ago. Exactly, because had I perhaps been in, in a mixed school, maybe I would understand, uh, given that I would have seen certain scenarios play out, you know, but I was not given that opportunity. So I'm always like, ah, sha, he did that. Mm. Wow. How? So when you when you reach university or campus, mm. you meet the guys. Yeah. Was there anything exciting? Was there anything disturbing about the fact that now you have to relate with that other gender? <laughs> that ate the forbidden fruit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that other gender, uh, that other gender, sorry, I think, uh, found me difficult. Like, really difficult because I had a very... Uh, limited grasp of how they do things or how they process things and, and, and that I struggled with to sort of have space to listen uh, and not necessarily compete uh, with that space. So whenever they're presenting an opinion, I literally want to like uh, challenge it or be opinionated and I think that was uh, the thing. Exciting, not so much because even when I was in those schools, I mean, we used to go and check them out or go for seminars and all these things but yeah, <laughs> that that is um, what happens. Maybe lastly, what I would love to hear from you or your contribution or your view would be what's your view on this whole passion versus profession? Mm. Is it a big deal? If I did a certain course and then at the end of the course I feel like it wasn't worth it, I should have gone for the other. Mm-hmm. What's your view about those controversies around passion, profession, doing yeah. this course, but then you want to do the other thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am one of those people that have seen first-hand people struggle who chose profession, you know? Um, and. I'm telling you, the money will definitely come in because, to be honest, there are very few passions that pay as much as professions. Uh, but the struggle is always real uh, with people that have chosen profession because eventually it gets boring, it gets monotonous, you lack motivation, and yet when it's passion, no one has to wake you up. You wake yourself up. No one has to tell you, look, uh, I'm paying you this. You're already willing and able. You're like self-sacrificing. You're very motivated. You are very creative. You just involve your body, mind, and soul. And that is very visible even in the work that you produce. So I am team passion um, over profession. And I've seen that firsthand because I enjoy what I do. I do not really care you know the stress and whatever happens i am really in tune with with my passion and uh it has really been 
a roller coaster, but one that I'm really, really proud of. Thank you very much, Tracy, for sharing this about you and uh, your perspectives on a few of the things that happened to us. This was chilling in a Bentley with Davis, and I'm very excited to have hosted you here. Who am I to chill uh, with man, a Nyanji girl, uh, <laughs> to chill with a female it, DJ? Maybe... It's a Bentley. I wouldn't say no to a Bentley, so I want to chill with a Bentley. So, so guys may be out there wondering, how, how did you beat the status quo about being a female DJ at what? But now, we're not going to tell them today. We shall continue from there on our next episode with Tracy, the DJ. Woo. See you in the next episode.